this week we'll be talking about Super Mario 64 selling for a whopping $1.5 million. Is this the unfortunate future of retro game pricing? Are useless console accessories making a comeback? We're taking a look at the X screen. And Dead Space could be seeing a reboot. Welcome to episode 30 of the Retro Gaming Dads podcast, the weekly podcast for everything retro and retro-inspired. I'm Barry, and I'm joined by both Phil and Anthony. Hurrah. Hello there. Was that a bit of a dig? <laughs> no, it wasn't, actually. <laughs> no, I think you're talking more about my hurrah. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, I'll talk about Barry's both. No, no, All no. Right, okay. no. So, unless either of you have had a particularly interesting week, should we just jump straight into this Mario 64? I do think we've got a good fair bit to go through tonight, so it is worth jumping straight in. Yeah, why don't we go jumping with both feet? Yeah, and let's face it, none of us have interesting lives. That's true. Right. I do. So, ah, stop lying. <laughs> you've, you've got three kids. You don't have time to do anything interesting. Anyway, before we get sidetracked. So, Super Mario 64 selling for $1.56 million. It's a Watch bonkers amount ludicrous like i understand people's need for retro things and mint condition obviously been around for a while and it's hard to get some mint condition items but i don't think i've ever seen anything sold like this at all no it's it's a record don't get me wrong on that it's a bonkers amount of money that it's gone for though in its defense now while i don't think it's worth this much in its defense it's probably the highest grade of a copy we will ever see. There are so few of this particular grade, sealed, perfect condition. Yes, but this is just a company grade, and there's no universal standard for any way to grade these games. Yeah, that's a fair point. It's just the fact that it is in such good condition that aids to the rarity and the value. Does it aid enough? So if I just go and buy a game from the shop now, brand new, still shrink-wrapped, stick it in an acrylic case and say it's grade A++. In 25 years, I can sell it for one and a half million? Who knows? Maybe. You know, if I if I go and grab, I don't know, let me think of a game for the Xbox, a copy of Halo Infinite when it comes out. Maybe. Who knows? That's the thing. that It's not like this game was even a not massively sold game. This game sold how many copies, would you reckon? 12 million, apparently. A lot. Okay. That's ridiculous. Anyway, send 12 million copies of this game. It's not like it was a game that sold only 50,000 and they go far. Yeah, it's, it's no stadium. Yeah, no, this is what I'm saying. I'm agreeing that it's a bonkers amount that it's gone for, and I don't think it should have gone for this much. I do think it's too much it's gone for. I'm just saying it's not a run-of-the-mill, well-used, or even decent copy. It's like pristine. That is going to help the value. Okay. My question so, is, okay, do you think this guy is going to be sat there with it on the shelf looking going, that was definitely worth $1.56 million? For some reason it was to him. Or her, whoever's bought it. I don't know. It's just something about this does not sit right with no, me. No, I agree with you. The amount of money paid for it. It's, it... Well, didn't <sighs> Zelda like a week before set the record? Yes, but these are both through the same auction company. I don't know the history, the full history of this auction company, but they have been in trouble with the police in the past for doing um, fake bids on items to knock the prices really? up. 
and one of the co-founders, I believe when he was a teenager, a young teenager, actually done some sort of uh, postal scam. Oh, right. And was ordered to pay like $100,000 back or something like that. I don't exactly know what the scam was, but he was one of the co-founders. So it's... There's a bit of suspicion there. I don't know. It's... It, I, it does feel a bit dodgy. I, I've, I've got a feeling this is like money laundering or something. Or I would be interested to see if it was actually paid for. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, I am sure anything this high profile is probably going to get attention, wanted or otherwise. So if it wasn't totally above board, we'll probably find out fairly soon. It basically yeah. makes me sick thinking how much this person's spent if it's legit on this game. Well, let, let's say it is legit. Let's say someone really wanted a sealed copy of Mario 64. Money was no object for them because I had a quick look. Sealed copies, there's not many on eBay, but there's one going at the moment for about £430, but still got like over a week left. See, I I saw a sealed copy that was close to seven seven thousand dollars. Yeah, and it it was a bit battered. Like the case was dented and squished in on the cardboard. Yeah, so it wasn't perfect condition. It wasn't a high grade. At best, it'd be oh, this isn't a, perfect. No, but it's as close to perfect as you're going to get. Apparently, <laughs> well, you'd be coming, you'd be surprised. From- There's got to be a warehouse somewhere full of copies of Mario sixty four. Potentially, Those 12 yeah. million never got sold completely. Yeah. They were made and then <laughs> only sold five. Uh, potentially. See, yeah. now it's going to be an AliExpress uh, <laughs> special. <laughs> hey, who knows? Who knows? The issue with it is it is now going to push the prices of all video games up because everyone's going to be like, oh, yeah. oh I've, I've got this copy of Super Mario 64 in a loft. Well, if it, the sealed one was worth 1.5 million, surely my good condition one must be worth a million five hundred thousand yeah it's it's like when oh, i can't remember which newspaper it was it was something like the news of the world or something on the website done have you got these games in your attic they could be worth thousands it's like and duck, mario and duck hunt and it's saying this could potentially be worth ten thousand pounds like mario and duck hunt are you serious everyone has mario and duck hunt to add an s it's true it is true. and But unfortunately, unfortunately, it was shown that they actually did, at least for a few months, push the price up of the games that they mentioned. And there was very few rare games in there. You don't buy yeah. video games. Video games should not be an investment. They should be entertainment. No, I, yeah. A collection. Yeah, I can agree. There, a collection being an investment you know if you've got a really good collection and you've got it in good condition i i'm not saying oh yeah it shouldn't be worth anything but to buy a game way, for the point paid, of collecting it someone to sell it yes. on well right. no but just say this person's not selling it on this person is making the hobby of collecting video games worse for everyone who genuinely wants to collect video games like like me, I collect Sonic the Hedgehog games, and that's out of nostalgia and fondness for the games. I have issue trying to get hold of a copy of Chaotix. It's hundreds of pounds now. But yeah, this guy's pay. Oh, I say guy. You know, we don't know if it's a man or a woman. 
This guy has paid one and a half million dollars for this game. He's definitely not going to open it and play it. Oh, it's going. It's probably not even going to sit on a display. You know, if I paid that, not being funny, if I paid a hundred pound for a game, I wouldn't want it on display in case it faded or something. Well, so, yeah, I think I think a parallel you could possibly draw it to is fine art collectors that spend bonkers money for a piece of art. It, that's at least unique. Art of any sort is to be viewed. You can buy it yeah. and view it as it's intended to be viewed. Now, fair enough, it might only be you who can view it and not like other people. Video games are designed to be played. I agree with you on that. The point I was going with it is not so much the collectors that do that. It's the people that see them as an investment. So they'll buy them like they'd buy gold or stocks. They literally buy them because in a few years time, it will be worth more. That's what I can not this, see this person getting the money yeah. back oh, for God, this no. as an investor. I don't think so either. I, no, I, I don't see the same thing happen again. I think he's just going to tank now. Yeah. But the thing is, this is now going to push the price up for everyone else who collects video games. And it's for someone that does not have any interest in playing this particular game, or at least this copy of the game. Yeah, I know. I, I would never pay extra for a sealed copy of any game the only way i would actually do that is if it was substantially better condition than a normal box copy you know i I might pay a little bit more and get the sealed one but as soon as i get that that's getting open and getting played and getting looked at i want to look through the manual i want to play the game maybe not if you spent 1.5 million on it though (laughs) i hate ever any of us have any that much money (laughs) no no. Patreon supporters, you know, if you want to help us buy 1.5 million pound games. Yeah, it's going to take a while. <laughs> we'll, get, we'll, we'll get the money and then they'll be like wasted on this game. Like, yay! Now, before we get sidetracked, um, talk about adding games to our collection. Barry, understand you've received another game to add to your collection. Yeah, so after just saying, yeah, I'd, I'd never get a game, keep it sealed. Um, it's still sealed. i haven't had a chance to play it yet but alex kid in miracle world dx so i'm hoping it's not as frustrating as the mass system version which i could only ever complete on the xbox it's not a direct remaster it's a remake so i'm hoping they normally make improvements as well at the same time i'm hoping so it does actually have <laughs> in the new Turned engine, up. though, but a remake, like a almost as close to one to one remake as they could of the Mass System original, though. Yeah, because isn't it the same guys that did Wonder Boy? Um, no, it's it's not by the same people who done the Wonder Boy one, but it's in a very similar vein. So you can right. actually switch back to the original graphics style and then switch to the new style as well. So it's same engine, but. You can view it either way. I but, like it when games do that. It makes you yeah. better to look at it nostalgically and then go to nicer graphics at the same time. Yes. Well, the reason I got the, um, what do they call it? The signature edition over the standard edition is one, I l- love the way it looks like a Master System box with the design. Yeah, I was going to say that. that the squares on it does make it look very Master system Yeah. Inside, if so this is the Xbox version. The cover's reversible and it has the really 
like terrible box art that was on the mass system version that no one ever <laughs> saw because everyone got it built into the mass system too. But on top of that, I've got a retro install instruction booklet. Now you might not remember them, Phil, but most mass system instruction booklets were black and white, but they didn't shell out for black ink. So it was actually blue and white. Oh yeah, I remember them. I remember that. It looked really off color. Yeah, it looks like it like brand new out of the box. It looks like it's faded in the sun for like yeah. twenty years. <laughs> so it actually comes it a bit weird. with an instruction manual in that style. Does it? <laughs> that's that's dedication. Yeah, get some um, an art book, a little certificate, CD soundtrack, medallions, free enamel pins, and some junk and pong cards, which I believe is just rock paper scissors. Right. So, okay. Well, yeah, there's know, a lot of rock you, paper scissors. You can use your ha- so you don't have to use your hands to do the rock paper scissors. You can use your hands <laughs> to select the card for which one you want. You just pop a card down, but like. Scissors. The real yeah. question is, did you get Scott Pilgrim? No, 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 I have not. Um, <laughs> sh- actually, actually I think it said the, about the 14th they were going to start shipping them out. Or Today, after, then? Or after the 14th, yeah. Don't worry. I've only been waiting for stuff to be delivered at work for over three weeks now. Three weeks? I ordered this in January. Th- oh, no, 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 no. That, that literally has been in the port for three weeks, waiting to dock. Mine's not even left the US. Yeah, that's why I'm saying good luck. It, it ain't going to be here in that short time. <sighs> so yeah. December, yeah? If, yeah, December. I don't know what <laughs> year, though. <laughs> say, don't specify a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they also never so said it was going to ship on the 14th. They said it was going to ship after the 14th. So anywhere between now and the end of time, I guess. Well, one day. Yeah, one well, day. one day. Now, 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 Phyllis chucking it over. Should we? Uh, yeah. Away for that one. So, while well, while we're talking about a remake with Alex Kidd in Miracle World DX, um, I suppose we should talk about another potential remake coming along for Dead Space. See, I'm yes. interested in this one because I never played Somewhere. the originals. Oh, Did you not? They were De- only a little bit. Fantastic. Dead Space One, yeah. By the end of Dead Space One, though. Anytime you see anything that looks like a corpse, you're stomping it into like a mushy puddle. <laughs> because well, you're thinking, that is going to get up and skewer me if I turn my back to it. <laughs> I do have all three Dead Spaces on my PC, and they're all in EA Access as well, which we get with Game Pass. Dead yeah. Space so I can one, play it. Definitely, definitely worth it. Um, fantastic game. Because I had to go back to one because I started at two, then play three, then I had to go back to one. I heavily played one, completed it multiple times. Two, I completed, but I, I don't know. I didn't enjoy it as much. And three, and I never even tried. I really enjoyed three. So what we're saying is, they did a Dragon Age and a Mass Effect to it. Um, not that bad. In all fairness, Mass Effect 2, I hey. think, is my favourite. I love the Mass Effect series. The Mass Effect series is great. Well, let, let's hope the remake's from... not a Mass Effect and Andromeda then. Well, that's true, yeah. Yeah, but this is a remake, though. This isn't carrying on the series. Yeah, this is 
they're talking about doing a full remake, which will also serve as a reboot. So a little bit like what Resident Evil's been doing with Resident Evil 2 and 3, and which what they previously did with Resident Evil 1 remake. Or just butcher and change the entire game, like Final Fantasy 7. In all fairness, uh, let's not go that we've, far. we've not played Final Fantasy 7 remake. It's true. So we can't really comment on that. To, to be honest, I actually, if I come to Xbox, I'd definitely pick it up. Since I'm like, still not completed the original one. I've I've completed the original Final Fantasy VII quite a few times, and it worries me what they're doing to it. Because they're well, not going to take their hands anymore. <laughs> <laughs> There's more to it than that, but yeah. they the hands in the beginning. Oh, actually, just really off topic. Did you see one of the um, selling points for Fancy Star Online 2 New Genesis when they first unveiled it? No. They unveiled that characters can move the fingers. <laughs> <laughs> that was uh, that was one of the graphical improvements that they showcased. You can move your was fingers. Like, hey, look. Yeah. They can move their hands and fingers together. Golden Eye, that was it. When uh, you used to... Was it Natalia or Natasha? Natasha? Natalia. I think it was Natalia. Was it? I think. I, I, I can't remember. I think so. We'll go with that anyway. But yeah. where she was like, just a moment, James. I'm using the keyboard. Just like these <laughs> massive fists <laughs> just like hammering on the keyboard. Well, you've got to wonder how Cloud had all that dexterity with his sword to be able to spin it around his hand with a fist that was literally bigger than a train. Well, it was bigger than his head, weren't it? Well, yeah, well, the, yeah. The reason for those um, those characters is they wanted to keep the style of the old Final Fantasy sprites. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So that's why they were deformed outside of combat. But actually, thinking about it, Final Fantasy VII had a lot of issues with consistency, didn't it? Oh, yeah. Some like, sequences... You went battles. E- yeah, well, yeah. Battles were quite realistic. Outside of battles in the overworld were these chibi versions. But then in the sequences, sometimes they were realistic proportions and sometimes they were potato hands. Yeah, it was weird. Yeah. It was weird. It was brilliant. It, some old style games, it does make you laugh when you see them again in such a weird way with the big massive hands, um, especially playing, I know we're going to talk about it on a separate podcast, but Perfect Dark. Because yeah. same again, just got, big fists the size of rocks that well that's just it shaped. it's just the complexity Chunky. of doing a hand it was too many polygons now as we've got completely derailed <laughs> yep <laughs> let's try and turn back to another game which you know when it first started kind of had a bit of junky hands which was halo now i know we've got some news about halo though in the halo series don't we <laughs> halo junky hands in all fairness, I said I, a bit of. I think they did have potato hands in. I think they I, did an awful lot Halo of people combo. had fists in Halo. Yes, in the original Halo, the elites did definitely. What? 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 Well, anyway, yeah, Halo news. <laughs> so th- this isn't actually new news. Um, this was announced no. last year, but a lot of people seem to be up in arms about it, as if they've only just heard about it. So, three four three have announced that they are sunsetting all of the. Xbox 360 Halo games is online services at the end of the year. I'm December, surprised about this one. I'm not. Well, no, because their argument is there's so many games. So how many? There's Combat Evolved Anniversary, Halo 3, 3 ODST, Halo 4, Halo Reach, Halo Wars, and Halo Spartan Assault. So we've got seven different games. Halo well, games that they're maintaining. 
with at least Combat Evolved 3, 3 ODST, and 4, you've got them in the Master Chief collection, so they can still be played online. Wars and Spartan Assault, yep. though. Well, you can still play Halo, Halo Wars. Halo online. Three in that in the Master Chief Collection isn't the Xbox 360 backend. No, 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 I know that's what I'm saying. Oh yeah, so they'll still be all playable. Yeah, no, all but these Halo games Wars... will remain playable online. It's Badger, just all yeah. serves so things like browsing custom for custom games or share. Oh. So you'll still be able to jump into games. They have said matchmaking right. will go in some titles though, but. Say if we all wanted to go on Halo 3, we could all bite each other into a game and jump into an online match of it still. So now, it isn't, these, it, I mean, I think isn't Spartan Assault only one still. Spartan I think Assault? you can still get Spartan Assault and Wars as well on the Xbox One. So it's not like oh. you know they've gone off 360. Well, on yes. One, they can still get it. But they are still using the Xbox 360 uh, Xbox Live backend. Yeah. So whether you play it on Xbox 360, Xbox One, or Xbox Series, certain features will disappear at the end of the year. But that's the thing. Though. I, I if do you've think got an Xbox lot... One, you will be playing the Master Chief Collection shortly. So it shouldn't really affect those people. Yeah, potentially. People. I say some games like Halo Wars, though, aren't in the Master Chief Collection. But I think the issue is a lot of people, like Phil did just then, thought that they were just killing them completely so you couldn't play online. Is that what you you thought initially? That's what I thought it was, yeah. Right. Yeah, no, yeah that's it's, what I actually thought. Yeah, it's just things it's like the extended Forge services and, they're getting rid of. Yeah, it's all the extra bells and whistles. Their argument is well, that, not many people not so use bad. them. It's taken too much time to maintain all these games. You want to strip it down to the basics and then concentrate on, I assume, Halo Infinite. Well, that's that's fine then. I as well as I misunderstood. I thought they were going completely like the way of any EA game older than two years. <laughs> um, no, no, <laughs> absolute worst case scenario. You'll still be able to play with friends. Oh, well, that's fine then. You know, a lot of people are up in arms about it, but it is something they announced last year, the beginning of next last year. I think it was. You can understand why they're doing it though. Yeah, I the, can understand it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They even migrated people's progress across from certain titles into the Master Chief Collection as like a one-off migration. So I'm guessing a lot of people just haven't even noticed that all the Halo Three progress suddenly appeared in Master Chief Collection when they migrated it. I know I haven't. <laughs> well, <laughs> when was the last time you played Master Chief Collection? In all fairness, do you know I was playing Halo Reach today? A while, actually. I usually have it installed and it takes up all of my hard drive space and I never play. <laughs> but I keep it on there just in case because if I do want to play it, it's going to take all day to re-download it. Yeah, so the news isn't as grim as a lot of people think it's going to be for these games. Well, that's all right then. Just while we're talking about Xbox, have you seen the X screen for the Xbox Series S? The naughties are back. Yes, I've seen it. I don't know what you put into chat. I was going to say, I think it was you who uh, brought our attention to it, weren't it? Yeah. This looks like a rubbish it idea. It was a bad idea in the noughties. It's a bad idea now. Well, it was kind of cute on the original PS1. I mean, yeah, the GameCube looked quite neat, even if it was like a three-inch screen. <laughs> well, it, yeah, it was no longer a GameCube, though, was it? Well, no, because you kind of had a, a thing on the bottom that popped it a bit higher you then had your gamecube itself then you had your thing on top and it just turned into this almost a tower of power 
nah. if you will. But <laughs> the thing is, the, the GameCube one wasn't even official. As far as I'm aware, it's only Sony that have ever done an official screen. Ah, uh, was it? Yeah. Because it was... It felt like the rage at the time, didn't it? Everyone was doing screens for consoles. Yeah. Make it look portable, yet you still need to plug it in. Yep. Since you're the only one who's got a Series S, will you be getting one of these, Anthony? No, I will not. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You were the one that actually seemed excited and thought it looked like a good idea. Yeah, I I said it looks quite funky and it seems like an interesting idea. In all fairness, uh, no, I won't get it. I think. The price puts me off quite a bit because it's, you know, near well, the price of the console itself. I was going to say it's getting close. Um, so it's yeah, like 190 pounds, I think it was. Yeah, so it's 190 pounds. Um, so it's a pretty steep cost for a screen to attach onto your Series S. Which absolutely. How often would you be thinking about taking away to need a screen with it? You personally, I think you might get some use out of it. You might actually get to play your Xbox when your partner's in the room. Oh, I could, ima- I could imagine you're lying in bed with the screen just like <laughs> blurring away in front of you. In the middle She's of like leaning inside of me going, what's that light? Like, Don't worry, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you worry. See, joking aside, what is the point of a screen for a console when you can literally get something like a tablet device like an iPad and stream it directly to it. Uh, I was about to say the Latency. exact same thing. What's the point? If you're streaming across it, obviously with it being plugged directly into the Xbox, obviously the display's going straight through straight away. But if you're streaming across to a tablet or something like that, you know, it, I'm not saying... Um, on, I'm not being funny. On the network, perfect, but... you don't yeah. see a difference. You might yeah, have play, the audio artifact. Playing it locally. I know some graphical yeah. like artifacts... But I don't notice latency. No. However, I could see this being useful for, say, a family that's going away in a camper van or something like that. You know, you could have it for the kids. It's It leaches power from the actual console, so you don't need two sets of plugs. You just clip it on the back of the console. It stores away nicely because it folds down on top of it. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, I'm not so sure about that. I mean, I have been on caravan holidays. I wouldn't take something like an Xbox with me. My family, they went away not long ago, and they rented a um, a caravan. And again, it came with a TV as part of it, and they took their Switch and Switch dock and plugged that up to the TV. Yeah. Oh, that, I take the Switch but and the Switch dock. That's a portable console, and you can understand why they did it. Don't don't forget how small the Series S is, though. It's yeah, true, it is. It's, a, it's a yeah, small, cable. but it weighs the same as a flipping One <laughs> X or One S. It, the the yeah, weight of it, it shocks Don't take me. it abroad. You know, you don't want it. You don't want it in to your weight allowance. I mean, to be fair, when I used to travel a lot with work, I would take my Xbox with me quite regularly. Yeah, really. See, it's not too bad. So. The screen, it's it's not available yet. It's still in Kickstarter, but it was funded in 20 minutes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, clearly someone wants it. Which sounds impressive until you look how much they were asking for. It was like $9,600. So it wasn't oh, right. an awful lot of money. That, you know, it weren't like they were asking for $100,000. They were asking for very little, realistically. Yeah, that's not a lot, is it? No, no, not 
not at all. It's what fifty pre-orders would have been enough to cover it. I think. Yeah, that's so. I wonder what they need the money for then, because I have no idea. Surely to be it's... honest, that that kind of puts me off how low it was. Yeah, I was. That's literally my mind instantly gone. What What's the point of the Kickstarter? Yeah, maybe it's not a big. You know, if you think about it, maybe the cost of making it isn't that high. Unless it was like 3D printed in your garage or something. I, I would imagine it's <laughs> significant investment. Yeah, I mean... We, the, we don't know the full ins and outs. If you're, yeah. if you're talking manufacturing, if they're only costing it as only having 50 pre-orders effectively, which, yeah, okay, it's not going to cost as much to build as it is going to be to sell because that's not how you make a business. Even if it was a fraction of the cost, it makes you wonder when, what's the quality of this thing going to be like. Well, they're selling it. They don't include any cables or anything with it, do they? Because it plugs straight into. Yeah, it doesn't require any cables. So no cables need at all. It's just a screen with the hinge and then the adapters. But again, it, we don't know the full ins and outs of it. No, it's the screen itself. It's an okay screen: 1080p, 60 hertz, and 11 and a half inches. It's nothing amazing. I'm not being funny. They put screens like this in low-cost laptops and netbook. Uh, sorry, not netbooks, Chromebooks. So I'm pretty certain if they can get a full laptop for £250 with this sort of screen, uh, you you can get just a screen well, for 190 Although, realistically, for this price, I think I'd rather just buy like a USB-C external display that I can plug into multiple devices. Well, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be about the same price. It's going to be slimmer. It's going to be useful for multiple products. Because this is molded to the Xbox Series S, I realistically, that's all you can use it for. Yeah. I would imagine you can probably, you know, maybe stick um, some extension cables into it to extend the actual connections itself to plug into but other you need devices. To think about how you're going to stand it up and how you're going to you know, yeah, exactly it's, it, it, it's it, not practical you, you get to point you think well it's pointless must just get yeah have a little display they never took off in the early 2000s and i can't see it taking off now no i can't the reason they failed and stayed in the noughties so speaking of portable consoles we didn't really talk to anthony much about the new nintendo switch yeah um because he he wasn't in the podcast last week. No, Take, no taking a bit of a rest. No. So I assume that you have seen the Nintendo Switch OLED yes. model. Yes, I have seen it. Um, yes, it does look interesting. Um, it's not not my socks, I shall say at all. No. Um, Point eight for an inch, not do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you give an inch. <laughs> Point eight. Um, you know, <laughs> I, you know, speaking to Barry a bit about it a little bit. There's no increase in RAM, which I don't understand why you wouldn't have done that. Trying <laughs> yeah. to give a bit more power. You know, surely it can't be that hard to increase RAM, even just by two gig. You know, give it six and a four or something like. That. You know, yeah. Why? Why are they not try to make any improvements at all to the hardware? Um, Who knows. <sighs> See, I've heard people just, saying uh, it so that they don't fragment the user base. But let's face it, they've done that plenty of times in the past with the handhelds. The Game Boy got fragmented between the Game Boy and the Game Boy Color. The, yeah. the, the DS, DS Lite 
Well, the DS Lite. The 3DS? No, they're different systems, but in the DS range. DS DS Lite, the 3DS, the 2DS, the 3DS No, you're just talking about revisions. They're not upgrades. So you've got the DS range. So you have the DS and the DS Lite. DS Lite was just nice version ds however you did have a mid like refresh of them with the dsi and the dsi oh, XL. yes then obviously with the 3ds you've got the new 3ds consoles which had increased performance so they have done it in the past where they've brought yeah. out a more powerful version of the console in fact the only one that they didn't was the game boy advance and let's be honest, with current console gaming, it's so close to PCs and the way that they're built and they're designed yeah. that they literally can just tweak the settings on it to make it run better on the different versions, much like they do with the Xboxes and the Playstations of yeah. it. I know. I'm severely disappointed. You know, I I agree, it's nice that having double the memory, um, but I've just stuck up hundred and Yeah, d- double the storage. Gig. SD card into it, so sorry, the min storage, yeah. But I've just stuck an SD card into it, micro SD card in it, which I fixed it. Um, the kickstand, because um, I listened to the podcast, and kickstand's I agree probably with Barry, the biggest thing. Kickstand's the only part that would make be on the difference. Um, because I, I have a Surface Pro, and the kickstand that's fantastic to, to so to be have it on the Switch. I'm like, yes, that yeah, I don't see the points in all the hype and everything everyone's been looking forward to and then dropping this and it's very underwhelming. Well, another four years and maybe we'll get a Switch Pro or Switch 2. True. Or, a, or a new Switch U, it'll probably be called. So I think we've only got one more thing to really talk about on the uh, the news portion, haven't we? Yeah, it seems to be. Um, yeah, so just for people who love great 2D platformers, especially ones which did originate on the Game Boy Color as well. Shantae's Risky's Revenge Director's Cut is currently available through Limited Run Games. Uh, this isn't an advert. Probably, as you can tell, is a slag Limited Run Games off each and every week until they send me Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> um, Who knows, one day they might listen. I'm like, oh what? yeah, we need to send him Scott Pilgrim. Yeah, yeah. Just just send it out. Just shut him up. He's going to arrive tomorrow. You'll be like, oh yes, they yeah. heard me. yeah. Anyone who's looking to pick this game up, it has just been released on the PS5. It's previously been released on other systems, but the PS5 version is available. Everything else is sold out, and it's a fantastic 2D platformer. Well, Shantae is a brilliant There is an eight-month delay in receiving it, though. Sorry? I said there is an eight-month delay in receiving it, though. So <laughs> yeah, <just> probably. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I've, I played a couple of the shanties on the DS when I was commuting quite a bit. Yeah, well, you know, you this is originally from the DS. The, it was a DSi were yeah. title, so it only worked on the DSi consoles. Well, I, I think I was playing the 3DS ones, I want to yeah. say. You've played through the Xbox One? Yeah, I played through the Xbox One, which I think was the same one I was playing on the DS. Right. Because it was half Genie Hero. Yeah, half G- Genie Hero. Honestly, it's one of the best 2D oh, platforms yeah. graphically and even the way it's, it plays. It's fantastic. Oh, See, yeah, yeah. I haven't game. really played many. Well, I've only even played one, and it was only partial of one around Barry's house. Um, what, Shantae? Or... For, 
Yeah, no, Shantae. He, no, he's just on about video games in general. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> but no, um, way forward, I, I would like to say they've never made a bad game, but that's because I only know the good games that they've made. Yeah, I'm sure if we look hard enough. But no, they don't River City Girls, they don't Bloodstained, Ritual and Nice, and they're doing the Advance Wars reboot that we talked about a couple of podcasts ago. Well, that's that's getting some mixed reviews, isn't it? Well, it, that itself's only a remake of um, Advance Wars 1 and 2 boot camp from the DS or 3DS. Oh, no, it's it's more the, it's the art direction that the, they're not talking about. Oh, yeah. I, I, I wish they kept sprites rather than 3D. It's, we complain about the same thing, to be fair. We're saying it's getting a bit of a slating, but we, we complained about the exact same thing. Yeah. I think it's more preface of slating, though. Uh, on a kind of related note, River City Girls is getting a sequel next year. Is it? Yeah. River City Girls, I actually think it's better than Scott Pilgrim, to be honest. <laughs> it's a decent brawler. It's a really good brawler. I think that's all the news we've got for today. Unless you got anything else to add. Not that I can think of. No. No, I think we've covered quite a bit, and it's been quite a good news week this week. Well, that's it for this episode. If you'd like to see more information on anything mentioned during this podcast, you can visit us at retrogamingdads.co.uk. You can also support the podcast and get ad-free episodes at patreon.com forward slash retrogamingdads. We've been the Retro Gaming Dads, and we'll see you next week.